0: This episode is brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief.
1: Welcome to the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave and I'm with Mark today. And we're going to be talking about this game that we just had against the Seattle Mariners that we lost two to nothing. Uh, We got some insight about what happened here. But first of all, Mark, how are you doing today?
0: Well, that was a tough game. Obviously, we're in a spot where we need to win every single game. So this really hurts. But, you know, we won three in a row against them and five in a row overall. So this is not the end of the world. Um, We got some really good pitching that we want to talk about and some positives that we can take away from this.
1: Absolutely. We had phenomenal pitching tonight. I felt like this was a really great uh, way of looking at it, Mark. Good job with that. Um, Our bats really struggled tonight. Torres had half of our hits. He had three hits tonight. Um, The rest of the hits were Garner, DJ LeMayhew, and Gallo got a hit. Uh, That's just unfortunate. We were walked three times as well. Um, Judge, Gallo, and Stanton all were walked. Uh, We... It's not that we didn't get the hits for the win because all they had was six hits themselves. We just didn't get hits when our runners were in scoring position. It was hard to watch. It was painful to watch. Uh, Not having Rizzo, and the fact is that he is out now with the COVID. Uh, He tested positive for COVID, so now he's going to be out for some time. Um, Speaking of that, Luke Voigt made a great play at first base uh, to save a run uh, to get a third out. That was really great to see, but the reality is we're going to be hurting without Rizzo um, while the team kind of figures out what's going on here. Uh, what Getting back to what happened here with the game, Mark, uh, before we talk about the game, go ahead and tell me about what the pitchers did today. It was, it was pretty phenomenal how they were able to pitch.
0: Yeah, it was. Hill went for five innings, and it was great to see. This is, you know I think, 11 innings total where he has pitched scoreless, so... Um, he went up for eight strikeouts, only walked two, and only gave up two hits. So at this point, I think we found a new starter. Um, Peralta came in for an inning after that. He gave up one hit, but no runs. Riddings came in for an inning, um, and he gave up one hit, um, struck out three. And then Luke came in for an inning, and this is where things kind of fell apart. He gave up two hits um, and two runs. Um, he walked one, and he struck out two. So... Um, That was a difficult time. That's where, um, you know, we gave up the two runs. After that, Abreu came in for an inning. He walked two and struck out two. But, look, I get it. Lukey gave up two runs. It was a difficult situation. It could have even been worse. But um, here we – like, we didn't score any runs, so we can't blame him. This is, you know, this is on the offense.
1: Absolutely, man. You tell me that our um, bullpen and starting pitcher only give up six hits – two of which turn into runs um, none earned and five walks. I feel like that would be a successful game for most um, teams. I, I it's not not perfect stats, but the fact is is that they are good enough to get the win on most days for this the Yankees bats just could not get these bats alive tonight. Uh, they were they were working they were hustling just not at the right time and it just sucked. I mean there's there's games like this you're gonna have and th- th- this is baseball. You can't say that the Yankees are going to win 120 games every fucking year. Just impossible. So the reality is, is that when they're struggling like this, you know, not hitting the panic button like we here at Yankees uh, Death Star continue to not to do is that's the key. Is because this team is still trying to figure out who their players are and how they're playing to get things right so let's go ahead and start the game heel was in the game man this 23 year old is phenomenal I cannot wait for him to pitch again if you have not seen him pitch I promise you he will be pitching again he is phenomenal he has like been put in this position because of injury he has earned that spot but the reality is is that this injury has really opened it up for him Montgomery out Cole out um, you know Kluber out. These guys are out, and it has opened up heel because heel was supposed to come out next year, but he has put himself in a position where uh, we need him. He could be known as our third best starter right now. Um, you could even um, have an argument that the way he has pitched in the last two outings, getting 14 strikeouts, and the fact that he has gone 11 scoreless innings could mean that this guy is the next best thing. So we'll stay tuned. I'm sure we'll talk about heel a lot, lot more uh in the bottom of the first uh we were able to get gallo a walk uh that was great to see because again it's not necessarily about the fact for gallo that he is not getting hits it's the fact that he continues to get on base hits will come as he gets more comfortable with this yankees uh, lineup uh force out to end the inning for stanton so that sucked to see uh second inning uh we uh heel had a little bit of trouble he got uh, a strikeout to start the inning. And then uh, there was a single and a fielder's choice. Um, and we were able to get out. I, I, I forget who the player was, but it was at third. Uh, that's really great to see. And then uh, a throwing error by first baseman Luke error. That sucked to see. But the next guy was uh, walked and striked out. And then the end of the inning, which is great to see. Going into the bottom of the second, we got Glaber Torres got one of his hits right here. Uh, great job, but nothing nothing else happened. Mark, what happened in that third
0: inning? So in the top of the third with one out, um, Hill gave up a single, and then he was able to um, strike out the next guy. He walked the next guy and then struck up the next guy. So he worked out of the jam there, um, left two stranded, so that you like to see that. Bottom of the third, this is where we ended up getting the bases loaded ourselves, but we're unable to do anything here. Davis um, ground out. who got on with a single. Aaron Judge walked. Gallo struck out. And then Stanton was hit by a pitch. So the bases were lowed, like I said. And Luke Voigt struck out. So that was our chance to to get some runs. And we were unable to convert. So what happened in the fourth, Dave?
1: Yeah, man. In the fourth, there was three up, three down for Seattle. Uh, Heal did a great job. Uh, First pitch off of the first batter uh, was a fly out. So his pitch count needed to get knocked down in order for him to get past this inning because I believe he was at 70 pitches at this point in the fourth inning. So he needed to have a quick inning, and he got that immediately right here in the fourth. Uh, we got Glaber Torres t- to single right off the bat, and nobody else, else was able to do anything. Uh, Glaber Torres did steal second to give himself a chance to score, but we weren't able to capitalize on that, which which sucks. Again, leaving another runner in scoring position. In the fifth inning, three up, three down. Again, uh, he, uh, Heal was able to keep those pitches at a limited amount. And he was able to end the game at this mo- moment with 92 pitches pitched. So, hell of a job to get through five innings for Heal. Uh, in the bottom of the fifth, uh, we got uh, DJ and Aaron Judge both got out. One was strikeout Aaron Judge and the other ground out. Uh, Joey Gallo got his hit right here. And it was a big hit because we needed it. With, with two outs, we needed something, some type of movement. Stanton walks, so now we have two on again, a runner in scoring position, and Gallo is fast. He's he's a six foot five guy, but he can hustle. And Luke Voigt pops out. Man, that, that was rough to see. It was a great play um, by their defense uh, by France. But the reality is, is that we had an opportunity to get a run right there, and we were, were not able to capitalize going into that sixth inning.
0: So top of the sixth, we bring in um, Peralta to replace. Um, Heal, like I said, uh, he did a great job, and we're gonna see more of him for sure. Peralta gave up a single right away, and then France grounded into a double play, followed by a ground out. So only once one hit there, and no runs. Um, then bottom of the sixth, Torres got on with a single. Odor was hit by a pitch. Then Higgy popped out, um, and then um, Gardner struck out and LeMay who struck out so this is another missed opportunity that you lament when you lose a game so for the top of the seventh we brought in Riddings to replace Peralta he struck out the first two guys gave up a single and then struck out the next guy so he was doing good and um, for the bottom of the seventh judge struck out Gallo struck out and Stanton grounded out so it seemed like as the game went on our offense just got worse and worse
1: Yeah, it did seem like that today, Mark, and it's unfortunate that that's the way it went because we've had some really awesome bats recently, and it just seemed like everything went cold when we needed it the most today. Um, All right, going into the eighth inning is there was a fielding error by uh, Odor here. Obviously, Odor's playing third base, and here's the thing about the error. I, I don't even get mad at it because he was trying to get in the right position when the ball was hit, but you could tell that it's not his natural instinction to go back uh, to his left and so when he went to go get the ball, obviously his, his his the ball hit the glove and it just grazed off the glove. I'm not again, this is not a bad thing. Um, nobody should be upset about this, but um, at th- that point, Mitch, uh, we walk this guy, right? Mitch, whatever his name is, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and we give an opportunity to Kyle Seeger with two guys on uh, to get a hit and he does. Uh, and to go up to one to nothing after that Lugitz gets control of his balls and he throws two more strikeouts right here good job by him um, followed by um, a little bit of a uh, uh, a freak out by the rookie who goes at the um, umpire for calling hit a strike rather than a ball uh yeah I mean I, I get it it was close uh obviously there's a lot of close calls every single game um, I, I'm not a fan of a, a rookie showing up an umpire, and he got tossed for doing so. Uh, also, uh, the manager got, got tossed as well, and that is all she wrote about that. But we weren't able to do anything really with it because the next guy out um, singles up, and he gets a hit right here. Um, I, this is where the big moment on defense comes in. Joey Gallo, with a rocket from left field, guns down their runner, at home plate with a perfect fucking throw. Hell of a sh- um, job by Gallo to keep us in the game because two points is a whole lot easier to come back than three, obviously. Uh, but at this point, uh, they had called him safe at the plate. The Yankees and and, and um, Boone decide to go ahead and challenge it, and that is what happens. It gets overturned. He is called out, and it goes into the bottom of the inning. We were not able to capitalize at all. We got no hits at all, three up. Three down in the bottom of the eighth, going into the ninth, I felt like we had an opportunity to do something. We needed somebody to step up. Uh, obviously, at this point, we have Abreu in the game. He does a pretty good job. One strikeout to start the the um, the job, and then one pitch flyout and two walks in a row, which is okay, especially for a young guy. Abreu is still young. They went into the mound. They talked to him. They settled him down, and he gets the second strikeout to end the inning or end the top of the inning. Uh, bottom of the ninth uh, Higgy grounds out but Brett Garner our own BG right now he gets a big single and he is excited about it unfortunately DJ LeMay grounds out and the next guy Aaron Judge strikes out it was it was rough to see but that is how the game ended two to nothing Um, not something you want to go and see every single day but the reality is is that that is the way she, uh, what she wrote, and there's not much more you can say about it. So let's go ahead and talk about who is going to be on the mound for us tomorrow at 810 Eastern. It's going to be Jameson Tyon, and we're going to be playing against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Kansas City Royals have a youngster on the mound. I feel like he's been pretty solid, so we will see how that goes. And then on August 10th, we have Nestor Cortez on the mound. Uh, he has a 2.5 e- or 2.5 one five era with 41 strikeouts he is on fire we have two youngsters pitching for us um starting right now heel and nestor cortez and both of the, these guys are guys that you need to start because they're pitching unbelievable and when these guys young guys get that feeling that everything's going right there is no telling how well they could do towards the end of the year so with that being said i am excited about that I'm going to throw this back to Mark and step out, but thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back
0: tomorrow. Hey, we appreciate everybody joining us, and like Dave said, we'll be back tomorrow. So he'll be back, I promise. We'll see you then. And just a reminder, this episode is brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief.